several seconds earlier than Mr. Uniat's, and with much less difficulty. From the moment when the headlights of the Hirondelle swept round the bend and caught the group of writhing figures in their sudden blaze of illumination, it had been comparatively obvious that the nocturnal piece of the road up to La Laguna from Santa Cruz de Tenerife was being vigorously disturbed by physical dissension and all manner of mayhem, so obvious, in fact, that the saint was treading on the brake pedal and flicking the gear lever into neutral almost as soon as the spectacle met his eyes. He had only paused for that one brief instant to decide whether the fight was merely an ordinary, vulgar brawl, or whether it possessed any features which might make it interesting to a connoisseur. And while he perched up there on the back of his seat, he had seen the vague mass of seething bodies split up into two component nuclei, In one section, two burly males were apparently trying to hammer the insides out of a third, whose hair gleamed silver under the dim light, and in the other section, which more or less clinched the matter, a girl who had been trying to help him was being dragged away, fighting like a wildcat, by another of the strong-armed deputation. Either because the combatants were so absorbed in their own business that they hadn't noticed the stopping of his car— or else because they proposed to continue operations in defiance of any casual interference, the tempo of the conflict showed no signs of slowing up as the saint drew nearer, and a gentle and rather speculative smile shaped itself on his lips. The man who was wrestling with the girl had one hand over her mouth, and just at that moment her teeth must have managed to find one of his fingers, for his hand moved quickly and he let out a hoarse profanity which was cut off by her sharp scream for help. The saint's smile became even gentler. Not so loud, lady, he murmured. Help has arrived. She had a face which was definitely worth fighting for, Simon realized as the man swung her round as a shield between them, and the artistic perfection of the discovery sent blissful anthems caroling through his soul. That was just as it should be, beauty in distress and repulsive blackguards to punch firmly in the eye, The latter ingredient struck Simon's imagination as being particularly sound. The desire to prove whether it was as satisfactory in practice as in theory became almost simultaneously irresistible. The saint saw no reason to resist it. He shot out an exploratory fist that whizzed past the girl's ear like a bullet and felt his knuckles smash terrifically into something crispy soft, which could have been nothing else but the desired objective in the pan of the man behind her. The jolt ran up his arm and spread itself throughout his body in a warm tingle of ineffable beatitude. He had not been mistaken. The sensation left nothing to be improved on. It lifted up the heart and made the world a brighter and rosier place. It was the works. "'Lend me your other eye, brother,' said the saint. The man let go the girl and kicked at him viciously, but the saint had learned most of his fighting in places where there were no referees— and the savagely rearing foot that would probably have crippled anyone else hissed harmlessly past him as he stepped smoothly aside. The foot swung on upwards under its undischarged momentum, and Simon cupped his hand under the heel and helped it enthusiastically on its way. The kicker's other leg slipped from under him and he went crashing down on his back, and the saint trod on his face and assisted the back of his head to collide with the pavement a second time, to remove all doubt. He took the trembling girl's hand for a moment in a cool grip. Get along to my car, he said, the red and yellow one. I'll collect uncle. She stared at him for a second or two, hesitantly, and it seemed fearfully, as if she still couldn't realize that he had helped her, and as if she was terrified of a trap. 
The saint turned his head so that the light fell on his face, and there must have been something in his smile that answered her doubts, for she nodded and turned obediently away. The saint moved on. Three or four paces from him, the other two members of the tough brigade had made good use of their time. The old man was out, out of the fight for keeps, as Simon had known he must be after a few minutes of the treatment he had been taking. He lay sprawled on the ground like a rag doll, with his head fallen limply back over the edge of the curb. One of his opponents was kneeling on his chest, and the other turned round from the diverting pastime of kicking him in the ribs to meet the saint's approach with a rush of savagely swinging fists. The saint sidestepped like a dancer, blocked one blow, ducked another, and slid in with the same movement to catch him in the exact centre of his stomach with a blow that doubled him up as if he had stepped into the path of a runaway piledriver after which something happened that the victim could never afterwards quite believe and was in